Hello and welcome to my B2B podcast. I'm your host, Troy Hooper, and I own and operate a farmer's insurance agency here in Caldwell, Idaho. I created this podcast to spotlight business owners and leaders to share their story and tell us about their business, the who, the what, the when, the why, and the how of it all. And if you're listening and are a business leader, my hope is that you will gain some great nuggets of knowledge from our guest that will help grow your business to the next level. And so with that, let's get into the interview. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's another episode of B2B Growth. It's your business. And my name is Troy Hooper. I am your host. And today I have the pleasure of reacquainting myself with Krista Sutton. She's a mental energy management specialist, co-founder of Ideal Personality Assessments, and the founder of Second Act Sisterhood, all of which we are going to get to in a moment. But Krista, first, how are you doing today? Hey, Troy, how are you? Oh my gosh, I am doing fantastic. It has been forever since we've seen each other. So I'm really, I was really excited and honored when you reached out and said, hey, come and hang out with me. Well, this is gonna, yeah, this is going to be a fun little interview because I, I think that you've got a lot to bring to it. Uh, I'm going to start off by saying this. Where are you from? Are you from Idaho? Are you not from Idaho? How'd you get here? Tell us, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Perfect. Um, oh, gosh, no. Um, love Idaho. We've been here, um, gosh, about seven and a half years. We moved here from Wyoming. I spent, I'm a Wyoming native, basically. Uh, spent most of my life there, grew up there, raised our kids there. And um, my sister and her family relocated here eight years ago um, because my brother-in-law happens to be with Norco. And oh, so okay. uh, they moved here in the summer of 2014, and we followed them two years later. So, or excuse me, 10 months later, what, not two years, 10 months later, and have loved every minute of it since. I mean, who knew that fall was actually a season, right? All in one day, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, okay, so before you, before we start digging into what you are currently doing, which mm-hmm. is a lot, and I'm excited to get into that, what were you doing prior to that? Oh my gosh. Well, I have been, I've been coaching now for 13 years. Um, been working from home since way before it was cool. And I, my coaching business has just evolved. Um, before I, I made the decision to leave corporate America, I actually was in the insurance industry. I spent 15 years. I, you know, it was my first real job my senior year of high school. And I actually, I loved it. It was just kind of fun. A lot of challenges. Um, I spent 15 years in commercial lines insurance, um, underwriter, I mean, brokerage company level and agency and uh, the bulk of it being brokerage. And I I loved it. I loved the challenge and it was a lot of fun, but 15 years and I was done, uh, switched gears and focused. uh, I was offered a role uh, in an HR position. I had so much so much respect for people in HR. Um, I did that for about three years. And then I uh, I had been a part of a direct selling company. Many of you are familiar with Mary Kay Cosmetics. And I really Perfect. wanted to home with my kids. I wanted to be um, a stay-at-home mom, work from home mom. I'm, I, I always need to work. And uh, so became a sales director, car driver, and did that for the next several years before I launched my coaching business 13 years ago. Okay, so let's break down the two two things you've got going on. First, let's let's talk about ideal personality traits. Okay, so ideal personality assessments. I have been fascinated with 
personality assessments, you know, how, you know, what makes us tick um, and for as long as I can remember. And I actually was uh, very grateful to be invited to be a part of a previous assessment called Primary Colors. Don Billings is the owner. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh, became certified, was actually um, part of the corporate team for the bulk of my time there, which was a little over five years. And uh, in 2018, I knew I wanted to have some creative control. I had some different ideas some things that I wanted to do differently. Um, and so I left that company and partnered with my business partners um, here in Boise, Jamie and Marla Keller. And we launched Ideal Personality Assessments. And it's what I love about it is it's a it's a wonderful tool when it comes to helping my clients with burnout is it helps you identify your brain lead and and your natural brain lead, not the skill sets you've developed, not, you know, all the things that you've learned, the things that you've had to adapt into roles, relationships, et cetera, but how right. you were actually wired when you were born. And that can be pretty powerful when you know how to use that information. And uh, so we launched that in 2018 and they use it as a part of their coupleship. Uh, they've oh, they've been using it for a long time. Uh, it just now has a name uh, in, as a part of their coupleship coaching um, business and I use it as a part of my mental energy management business. So for anybody, anybody who's listening, parallel this with things like Disc, Strength Finder, all, all that other kind of stuff, sure. Meyer Briggs. Yeah, there it's it's a four quadrant assessment, so it is you know it's similar to like you know Disc you know, and and other four quadrant assessments like four. Um, what is it? there's I can't there's a lot of them that are like different colors. I just can't remember them all. There's so many. Um, one of the things that I've discovered in all the years of, of loving personality assessments and really, really wanting to understand them is that the personality assessment is going to be ideal based on the intentions of the person who designed it. And so DISC is really good for sales, you know, learning how to, you know, talk to clients and how to, you know, how to have, um, how to relate to people. It's really good for that. Other assessments help you to identify more, you know, your wiring and how to understand, um, um, how you show up in the moment, what sets ideal personality apart. Um, and there really are any assessments that I've tried that I've been a part of, you know, like Enneagram or not been a part of, but that I've taken, you know, Enneagram, love Enneagram, uh, uh, Myers-Briggs can be a little overcomplicated, but it still is some great, great information. I do like, I do like that assessment as well. Um, but ideal personality, what really set it apart is the fact that all of the other assessments, when you take these assessments, it's where you're at in the moment. And so they don't take over adaption into consideration. The way that the way that we give the assessment and the results that you get are going to get you more in alignment with how you were wired when you were born. And it'll be able to identify where you've over adapted. And so that you can you can start to understand the different skill sets you've developed, how your environment and your relationships uh, have impacted you, not good or bad or right or wrong. They just they have. We all we all adapt um, and how that can be causing you to use up to 10 times more mental energy in any given situation. And that, of course, leads to burnout. Yeah. Wow. That's a, a mouthful. I know. I know. But, it, but it, it's good information because a lot of people. Um, it's good to it's good to delineate it between these other type of stuff and and you using it in your coaching business is great because you've got firsthand knowledge of how it works so it's not like you're just grabbing somebody else's stuff you're engaging yeah. like that okay so then let's talk about second act sisterhood okay um so not the movie but yeah not the movie not the movie um 
So Second Act Sisterhood is is actually the the newest is the newest adventure that I have undertaken. Um, previously, I had a group coaching program and a membership community online. Um, oh gosh, this started back in 2000, early 2019, called Get Off the Damn Hamster Wheel, and it was it was geared helping. Seriously, seriously, get off the damn hamster wheel because okay, you get it though, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, um, so it's a pretty good name, and it was designed to help um, you know to help business professionals in particular women, but I, I had men that joined the program as well, you know, be able to, one, identify, you know, their brain lead, figure out how they're wired, how to use that information, switch their mindset, dive into, you know, self-care, which I know people are so sick of that word, but seriously, just, there are some foundational things that you need to do to take care of you um, before anything else can happen. And then, of course, you know, other things like boundaries and then the mental energy management piece. And it's not about stopping doing what you've been doing because, oh no, I'm wired differently. It's learning how to reset, reserve, and restore your mental energy so that you can still continue to do the things, but do them in a way that it doesn't, doesn't facilitate the burnout. So I did that up until uh, November of 2021. And I realized that I too had become burnt out. <laughs> and so I made a decision to step away, uh, close down my community. It was heart-wrenching. But I needed to do it. And uh, I had a group coaching program at the time that I wrapped it up early 2022 and then took the better part of last year to figure out, okay, what can I create that will serve someone who I get at a very deep level, who gets me at a very deep level and help them create whatever amazing things they want to create all while avoiding burnout. And two words that had been stuck in my head had been collaboration and freedom. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in November, uh, so almost a year to the day from the day I made the decision to, to close down the get off the damn hamster wheel uh, program platform, all of it. Um, I get another download. I wake up and it's like, this is what collaboration looks like. And so the Second Act Sisterhood was born, and it's actually going to be launching this month. So the Second Act Sisterhood is um, it is a collaborative, cooperative community of women who are 45 and older that are stepping into their second act. And I got to tell you, this is going to look differently for everybody. This, you know, this can be the woman who is you know ready to step away from a career and start her own business. Or maybe they feel they have a story to tell. That could yeah. be a TED talk. That could be writing a book. Um, there are women who are, let's put everything in a storage unit. Let's go travel the country and start a travel blog. Women our age right now, we have stories to tell. We have a legacy that we want to leave behind. And we're just ready to go out and do it. And the Second Act Sisterhood is going to help facilitate that by bringing together a group of experts and providing our membership access to these experts in their own specific areas that help us to accomplish three things. Number one, to help us accomplish taking care of ourselves first, figuring out where we are now and, and who do we need to become? Yeah. Who do we need to grow into to be able to create this thing that we wanna create? Secondly, help us navigate and manage the external piece boundaries, relationships. When we make big decisions, women, when we make big decisions and change, people respond to that. We get feedback. 
how do we navigate all the externals from the relationships to um, the, you know, the, the fear behind it, the, you know, the, ch the inevitable change, the, the financial piece, all of the things. And then last but not least, that third, that third tier is going to be, okay, great. We've managed these two. Now let's go and let's make the change and have you show up and do the things that you've been longing to do the dream that you want to bring to life. And uh, we've got some amazing experts on tap. We, um, we have 13 as of right now. My goal is to bring on 15 experts that are going to have their own very specific niche and will be able to be accessed by all of the members of the group. It's not a group coaching program. This is a community. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be launching later this month. I'm really, really over the moon excited. And I just play one small piece other than being the founder and the facilitator. I am but one of the experts. Okay, so here's what's cool. Um, most of the the uh, interviews that I've done have either been a business owner, small business, uh, so that like in a retail setting or whatever, entrepreneurial to to some degree. Um, work. The, the questions have kind of been standard, but with with you, I, I I the exciting part is I get to tweak this a little bit because I think that this has a lot to do with your entrepreneurial um, journey. Amen. Where you kind of wake up in the morning and said, I don't like the direction I'm going. I'm going to change it. I'm going to do something different or like that. So the, the question I want to ask you, because you've said this earlier too, you're like almost 100% online. What you do. I am. Yeah, 100% online. online. Our experts are all over the country and Canada. Members can be anywhere in the world. So the, the first question I want to ask, because again, people who are watching this might have their own questions and say, I'd like to get started on something like this one. So mm -hmm. how do you market? How do you, how do you earn business? Um, you know, over the last 13 years of coaching, I, I have an incredible circle. I, here's the thing at the end of the day, everything is about relationships. Absolutely. Everything we do is relationship based. And so I have through different connections and just, I mean, online, I've been connected to people through LinkedIn and Facebook and face-to-face um, -face through retreats that I, I've attended, uh, my business coach who happens to be in Colorado Springs, and just a lot of networking here in Treasure Valley. I mean, I've met so many amazing people here in Treasure Valley. I think about a third of my experts are right here in the Boise area. And um, uh, all the way out to star, I think. <laughs> and so it's uh, the way that I'm marketing this is honestly, um, I've brought together some some amazing women who are ridiculously talented and successful. And they themselves have also built relationships and they have their own circle of people. And we are going to be bringing all of that together and just asking just showing up, yeah. being on social media, having the conversation, answering the questions, and then making the ask and the invite. Um, there's no formal marketing plan. I, you guys, I, here's the thing, Troy, you know me. I'm a front right brain creator. Don't don't talk to me about a business plan or a strategy. It's a this feels right, and I'm going to go do it. And the thing that I've been very blessed with is that's never failed me, ever. <laughs> it's never failed me in this business. So the person who's listening today and and says, I I hear that you, you're just you're the type of person that just says, I, I get up off the couch, I go, I do it. Um, yeah. 
what what kind of advice would you give to them if they wanted to head a direction like this or, or just even that they were struggling between I'm trying to decide on this or then this what would you tell them pick something and try I think so many of us get caught up in in that 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 over analysis, uh, analysis paralysis. We, you know, we we overthink things to to death. Um, we do that with social media. I mean, I remember being in a space in my life where, and and I still catch myself sometimes. Okay, where I'm like analyzing, what should I post? Who do I? Who am I marketing to? Who needs to? Just stop it. Just do it. If you have an idea, act on it. If you, you know, it, just go and do it, just try something. Here's the really cool thing about being in an entrepreneurial space, go try it. And if it doesn't work, take the lesson, forget the experience well, yeah. and go try something else. I mean, that's, that's part of the fun. Entrepreneurialism is supposed to be fun. Yeah. Not all of it is, but it's supposed to be fun. So go have fun with it. Yeah. There's just a lot to be said about, um, just, I mean, not not to uh, not to ruin it with a Nike symbol, but just do it. Yeah, just yeah. do it. Seriously, just do it. Just go and freaking do it. And you know, I, there's probably a lot of left brainers that have, if they're still listening to this, you know, are just like, no, you have yeah, to have. I've already all checked things. out. You know, well, and there are a lot of personalities that they do need that. And I'm going to be really honest. All business needs to have a plan. But here's the thing, if you're the dreamer and the and the and the person who just gets excited and wants to go do things, at some point you're gonna need to find someone like that to kind of anchor you down yeah. and, and fill in those gaps. And I have that person. I have a brilliant business coach. Um, I have a, a brilliant uh, a girlfriend of mine who's one of our experts who's a brilliant business strategist, um, very creative, very outside of the box thinker. So um, you know, in addition to just going out and just doing the things and trying and having fun and, and fail yourself forward, build yourself a team, go yeah. find people who are good at things you're not good at and form, form those relationships. See, so everything comes I'm, back to relationships. I'm going to assume that mm -hmm. you, well, no, I'm not going to assume. I'm just going to let you tell me, what do you do for, um, for Krista in order to keep your mind sharp to, to keep things good you obviously are a believer in mentorship mm -hmm. so what other things you do do you read do you and, and what do you read i mean what, what's what makes you keep going like that oh my gosh um first i take very good care of myself <laughs> um uh, in addition to all of the things that you were saying that i do i'm also a mental health advocate i've actually partnered with um, a counseling center here in the Boise area to do outreach work. And so I'm super excited about that. Um, we just got started, um, but I take very good care of myself. I listen to my body. I listen to my mind. Um, I make sure and, you know, take time out, time, uh, downtime, whatever that looks like. Um, it starts with the foundational things. You've got to pay attention to, you know, what you're eating. And I'm, this is not like a go be a vegan thing. Okay. I, I like a cheeseburger probably more than the next guy, but it's just, you know, pay attention, right. pay attention, have that level of awareness and, and listen to your body, listen to what it's telling you rest when you need to rest, give yourself a lot of grace. Give yourself a lot of grace, especially if you're just beginning in this entrepreneurial, uh, if you're starting an entrepreneurial uh, journey, it, it it can be a little mentally brutal because we get caught in the over caught up in some of the overthinking. Um, but I love to I love to read. Um, I do a lot of things. Uh, most of my personal development stuff I listen to on Audible because 
Yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely very much uh, an auditory learner and processor. Um, so I love to listen to personal development. Uh, but I but I make sure that I also take time and just read things that are fun. I just want to read things that are fun. So it's don't get caught up in being all business all the time. Do some of the guilty pleasure things for you as well. So I think yeah. that's some great, great advice for anybody who's starting out because people can get so caught up in their business. So like, what's the two phrases? You're either working on your business or in your business. Yeah. You're either trying to figure out ways to improve and grow and, and everything else. And you're also trying to figure out the day-to-day -day stuff of how to get it, to get it done. And then yeah, showing up for your clients and all the things you need to do. And it's so easy when you're an entrepreneur and you're just getting started is you're doing all the things. Yep. And, you know, another thing that was, that was hard for me to do hard, hard for me to do was recognize what I needed to let go of. One of the things that was the hardest for me was I let go of with this, with this second act sisterhood that's launching is there are three areas of focus that I've had in my coaching up until this point that I've had to let go of those elements and hand them off to another expert. And the only thing I'm focusing on is that one piece, which is the mental energy management and burnout prevention. And I've handed off that. It, I mean, there are a multitude of us that are doing different self-care pieces, um, but I've handed off the boundaries piece. I've handed off the mindset piece. Um, I, I, you know, it's, it's. Another, I think we can use another word for handing off as delegate. Delegate. I mean, this, yes, that this, would be the left brain word, wouldn't it? Yes, delegate, delegate, I, I delegate. I want to still reach the left brain people out there. So just, you know. I know, I know. I'll, you know, I, at this point, I don't think the left brainers are still listening to me. I heard their <laughs> They're just waiting for the cliff notes. So we can we can send those to them as well. Yeah. Um. So this is an interesting question to ask you because in in the coaching business, in the personality assessment, in the second act sisterhood, how has your role changed since you started these things? And this probably goes back to delegating. I don't know, but just how has it changed? Um, you know, there's been a natural evolution to my business that, um, you know, I, I when I very first started coaching, this was me meeting clients face to face in my hometown. You know, I only had clients right there and we would meet face to face and, you know, at the coffee shop or whatever. And uh, then when I started speaking, uh, I had a speaking circuit uh, that took me all along the front range of Colorado, down past Denver and, you know, back into, you know, like down to Highlands Ranch and all that, uh, which I love down there. Um, and then I started picking up a lot of clients down there. So then it evolved into the phone thing. And I was talking to people on the phone and then Zoom happened. And I think one of the biggest decisions that I made that was was so impactful for me in my entrepreneurship journey is is really taking an inventory of where is my time going for any i mean anyone in yes. business entrepreneurs professionals everything in between where is my time really going and i had to realize that if i was going to reach the people that i wanted to reach have the impact i wanted to have help the people i wanted to help i had to i had to make shifts and so I think one thing that really helped me as far as, you know, that, that, that evolutionary process was really reassessing my time. Did that even answer your question or did I just tangent out? Oh, no. See, in I fact, while you were saying it, <laughs> while you were saying it, I, you said the word shift, I, my, the word that I had was pivot, that you, 
you assessed where you were at and said, okay, I'm starting, this is starting to happen here. And if you were so dogmatic to just say, you know what, but my business plan says I've got to do this. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've got to stick to this. You would have missed out on the opportunities. So what you're telling, uh, what you're telling somebody who's an entrepreneur and what you're telling somebody even who is owns a small business, something happens and you have to learn how to shift with it. Well, there's COVID. There's the, uh, the businesses that said, um, okay, we're going to have to start figuring out a way to yeah. do delivery or we're going to have to start figuring out a way to do stuff more online. Yeah, One of the businesses oh I interviewed gosh. literally before COVID hit started work, doing stuff online, not because they saw that it was coming, but it was just, it was working for a lot of people so that when it hit, they went, okay, this is a natural thing to do. So you went from, you know, a phone call here to then an online thing to then going, okay, I've got to completely shift to this. That's where the business is taking me. Yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to take the ride and go with it. Oh, most definitely. And, you know, not only is it, it's, it's paying attention to your time, paying attention to, and, and when I say your time, not just your business time, you've got to look at, this is, this is what I'm devoting to my business, working in, working on. And this is the time that's where I'm taking care of me. And so we'll find ourselves, you know, like, oh, wow. Okay. I probably need to do a little uh, adjusting here. And so for me, it was taking advantage of one, you know, one-on-one -on -one client face-to-face. -face. Okay. Expanding my territory. Now I'm one-on-one -on -one client, but I'm also on the phones. I've been doing this for 13 years. So I wasn't zooming quite yet, right. uh, which evolved into zoom, which evolved into, I'm going to work with all my clients on zoom, even the local ones, it saves me time and money, you know, cause coffee shop, you want to get all the snacks and stuff. Um, and then above and beyond that, it was one-on-one -on -one coaching. How do I reach more people? Now let's start a group program. Now let's start a community where I can reach hundreds plus all at the same time with the same amount of energy and the same amount of effort. Yeah. Um, and, and that just kept evolving and evolving. And so, yeah, I completely agree with that. It's, you know, what are you doing right now that's working? What are you doing right now that could evolve? And what are you doing right now that's just not working anymore. I was very grateful. Almost a year to the day, I took my business 100% online before COVID. Almost one year to the day. Wow. It was in March of 2019 or 2018. So it didn't impact you at all. 2019. <laughs> yeah. Really, no. I mean, the only thing that impacted me during that time frame um, was was you know people just there was there was a big chunk of people. I think a lot of businesses experienced this because they weren't working. They just, it wasn't an investment. You know, coaching is one of the first things to go when it comes from an investment. It wasn't a mandatory thing, but it really, it did not impact me the way I thought it would have. I, I mean, my business went down just a little bit, but not very much. It wasn't, it was negligible at best. Yeah. It's been so cool catching up with you and finding out, you know, that you're still, you're just still rocking it and having a good time. Um, where, where can people find you? Um, first, thank you so much for asking me. I love this. Usually I'm on the other side of an interview for podcasts. So I'm really, really digging this. Um, people can find me right now. I, I would love to give you all this information, but it's still being built, but you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn and YouTube at Krista Sutton coach. And we will definitely put all that information into, uh, spot below where people can see that as well. Awesome. So once again, thank you so much for coming on the show with me today. It's been my privilege to catch up with you like this. 
Oh my gosh, it's been a privilege and honor and a pleasure. It's so good to see your face again. I have missed you. So thanks so much for having me hang out with you. And uh, thank you so much for throwing the spotlight my way. I appreciate it. You bet. Once again, this has been B2B Growth. It's your business. My name is Troy Hooper, and we had an awesome time talking with Krista Sutton today. Thanks a lot for joining us. Mm -hmm.